The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Your brain might just help you learn something in more ways than one. Welcome to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. Dr. Bell is a licensed marriage and family therapist. He'll be your guide on this crazy exploration designed to bring life back to our existence. Can you become the element of change in an ever-changing world? Possibly, but you've got to listen on to find out. Now, here's the host of Absurd Psychology, Dr. Gary Bell. Welcome, everybody. All right. Today, we are talking about body image, the sagging truth. All right. So, the you know, the the deal is, you know, body images is the, the way that someone perceives their body and assumes that others perceive them. This image is often, you know, affected by family, friends, social pressure, the media. And people who are unhappy with their bodies don't seek healthy nutritional information that may help uh, develop eating, you know, and they also may develop eating disorders and there are the unhealthy relationships with food that may include mm-hmm. fasting, constant dieting or binging or purging and purging means barfing. And, uh, you know, body image is closely linked to people's self-esteem and, and low self-esteem in adolescence can lead to eating disorders, early sexual activity substance use and suicidal thoughts and so this topic is is very pervasive in our society across the world and, and so you can you know you can uh, you know prob- probably 91 percent of women uh, statistically are unhappy with their bodies and resort to dieting to achieve their ideal shape and unfortunately five percent of women naturally possess the body type often portrayed by Americans in the media. It's also statistically, 58% of college-age girls feel pressured to be a certain weight. And studies show that the more uh, reality television that a young girl watches, the more likely she is to find appearance important. So, you know, if you look at more than one-third of the people who admit to normal dieting, uh, it, this will merge into psychological dieting and roughly one-fourth of those will suffer from partial or full-on eating disorders. And and, uh, in a survey of more than 40% 40 of women and about 20% of men agreed they would consider cosmetic surgery in the future. The statistics remain relatively constant across the gender, race, marital status, you know, students, especially women, who consume more mainstream media, place a greater importance on sexiness and overall appearance than those who do not consume as much. 95% of people with eating disorders are between ages of 12 and 25. That's amazing. Only 10% of people suffering from an eating disorder will actually seek professional help. Because many people don't even know that they have the problem. They suspect they have the problem, but they full-on don't understand what it encompasses. 
Um, you know, body images is the way you see yourself and imagine how you look. Have, having a positive body image means that most of the time you see yourself accurately. You feel comfortable in your body. You feel good about the way you look. It's, it's a common struggle with body image, no matter who you are. So, uh, you know, severe negative body images can lead to serious eating and exercise disorders. And I cannot tell you how many people I come across in this field who have so much of the distorted image of their body. And, um, you know, we all have this body image and we all have feelings about the way we look and we have ideas and feelings about how, the, how others think our body looks. But your overall body image can range from very positive to very negative. And you may feel good about certain parts of your body or the way you look and not as good about others, which means that, you you know, you just center on an area where you feel good, but not the whole thing. And, you know, acceptance is peace. And you've got to think, hey, I need to accept my body to change your body. The first thing you have to do is accept it and accept the condition it's in, you know, uh, it's difficult to understand all of the feelings that we have about our bodies and ourselves. And you, and you may have questions about your body image, whether the things you think or feel are normal. And, and uh, you know, if we think about what shapes our body image, you know, uh, we don't develop it actually on our own. The people around us and in our culture strongly influence it when we're young. And so a lot of young kids begin receiving very strange communication regarding their body image and how their body looks and the concerns about their body. And we're going to go into the impact on children in a little bit. But I want to get a, a full picture, a full understanding of what body image is all about and how pervasive and how important it is that we have a positive one about ourselves, even if we're out of shape, even if we're not like we were 16. You know, if you're, yeah, I'm 52. I, this is my adult body. Okay, it's I'm not 16. I'm not going to be 16. I'm not going to look 16. I'm not going to get back to all that, you know, ability to actually uh, have a decent looking body. But I can maintain what I have at 52 and I can do better with it. And I and I try. I try very, very hard. Um, you know, as many of you have heard, I've lost almost 100 pounds in the last year and, and uh, discovered how much my body and how I viewed my body affected my own psychology and how I think and how I help people and how I function, how I interact with my children, how I interact with people. It's, it's so incredible how much a change and a, be able to control what you, you, you know, actually functionally change how you look affects your demeanor, your attitude toward yourself and everything. And it's not that I think I have that great a body because at 52, you just ain't going to have that. But, but, you know, the bottom line is it's a lot better than it was. And I can function, enjoy quality of life a lot better. And I'm not as conscientious about how I look, which is great. But if I were heavier, I still functioned well. I still was happy. And, and, and life still uh, went on. And I still did my job. And I still function. I just was not as happy with myself. Okay. We also get messages about body image, you know, from television, from magazines, films, and other media. Many of the beliefs we have about the way women and men should look come from models and celebrities. And we, we see these, you know, in the movies and in television and on the internet. 
But, you know, models and celebrities do not look like most people. As a matter of fact, their whole career is about their body and how they look. And so they have a lot of spare time on their hands and they don't have, uh, they have lots of money oftentimes and they spend their whole life making their body look good so people will buy their image. And so we have to realize most of us don't have that kind of time to make that kind of commitment to our bodies. And, and, you know, all we have to do is look around. The bodies in the real world are much more diverse and unique than those we see in the media. Yet we don't take those as serious as we do the ones that get the attention in the media. You know, body image is also influenced by natural aging and our life experience. If we have different feelings about our bodies, when our bodies change certain times in life, like puberty, menopause, uh, andropause, are key times when a person's body image may change. And if people are hurt, sick, or disabled, their body images also become affected. Our emotional state also influences our body. I cannot tell you how many people that struggle with pervasive major depressive disorder also struggle with body image disorders. And uh, some are skinny, some are heavy, but most of the time, since their brain's out of control, so is their body. So, you know, what is a positive body image? Well, people who accept the way they look and feel good about their bodies most of the time have a positive body image. Their appearance may not match their family's ideals or the ideals of the media, but they have learned to be proud of the way they look. And and you do not have to be thin or tall or have any other specific physical traits to have a positive body image. It does not matter what you look like from the outside. Having a positive body image is about how you feel about the way you feel. And I'm repeating the word feel about the way you look. And so, you know, positive body image is about thinking about the way you physically feel and what your body can do, not just the way you look. For example, you know, people can easily climb stairs, uh, may have a better body image than people struggling to climb stairs. You know, having positive body image also means that you see yourself as you really are. You know, many people with a positive body image know that certain parts of their body may not be the same as someone else's but they accept and appreciate and even love the differences. And people with a positive body image also understand that, they, that how they look does not determine their self-worth. This is critical. Now, what is this negative body image? A negative body image develops when someone feels his or her body does not measure up to family, social, or media ideals. And many people feel as if they don't measure up, especially when they measure themselves against the standards of beauty commonly seen in the media. So unlike people with positive body images who are satisfied with their body, people with negative body images are often very dissatisfied. They may not even see themselves as they truly are. People who have a negative body image may look in the mirror and see themselves or their body parts as larger or smaller, or otherwise different from the way they usually are. We have a lot of control over how we look, and that means we need to control how we feel, and we need to get in touch with how we feel to change how we look and match the two together and get balance. You know, the deal is is, um, what people see and how they react to their reflection in a mirror will vary according to their species, age, 
uh, ethnic group, sexual orientation, mood, eating disorders, and what they've been watching on TV, what magazines they read, whether they're married or single, what kind of childhood they had, whether they take part in sports, what phase of their menstrual cycle they're in, and whether they're pregnant, whether they've been shopping, even what they had for lunch. You know, as far as species, if you were a dog or a cat or a horse, you wouldn't even realize that the image in the mirror is a reflection of yourself. Most animals in this situation think they are face-to-face with another member of their species. Uh, The exception is, is the great apes. You know, chimps, gorillas, and orangutans are capable of actually recognizing themselves in the mirror. And, of course, uh, the naked ape, which is us, we people. The exception, you know, uh, what's interesting about other um, apes, uh, uh, they groom themselves. They pick food out of their teeth. They make faces at themselves for entertainment, more or less the same uh, things that we do. Also, sexually... You know, all research to date on body image shows that women are much more critical of their appearance than men, much less likely to admire what they see in the mirror, and up to 8 out of 10 women will be dissatisfied with their reflection, and more than half see a distorted image of themselves. Men looking in the mirror are more likely to be either pleased with what they see or indifferent. Uh, Research shows that men generally have a more positive body image than women. If anything, they may tend to overestimate their attractiveness. Some men looking in the mirror may literally not see the flaws in their appearance. Boy, oh boy. Surprise, surprise. Okay. So, So, you know, why are women so much more critical than men? Because women are judged on their appearance more than men. Standards of female uh, beauty are considered higher and more inflexible. Women are continually bombarded with images of an ideal face and figure. And, uh, you know, it has been estimated that young women now see more images of outstandingly beautiful women in one day than our mothers saw throughout their entire adolescence. Isn't that amazing? So, age. You know, children... Uh, female dissatisfaction with the uh, with with the appearance, poor body image, begins at a a very very early age. Uh, infants begin to recognize themselves in a mirror around two years old, and female uh, children begin to dislike what they see only in a few years later. So you know the latest surveys show very young girls are going on diets because they think they are fat or unattractive. In one American survey, 81% of 10-year-old girls had already dieted at least once. A a, a Swedish study that I found on the internet, uh, 25% of girls seven years or older, had uh, seven years old, sorry, had dieted to lose weight. They were already suffering from body image distortion, estimating themselves to be larger than what they really were. Uh, you know, similar studies in Japan have found that 41% of elementary school girls, some as young as six years old, thought they were too fat. Even normal weight and underweight girls want to lose weight. Now, adolescents, boys also do go through a short phase of relative dissatisfaction with their appearance in early adolescence, but the physical changes associated with puberty uh, 
bring them closer to the masculine ideal and because they get taller and broader in the shoulders and more muscular. For girls, however, puberty only makes things worse. The normal physical changes, which is an increase in body weight, body fat, particularly in the hips and the thighs, makes them further from the cultural idea of unnatural slimness. You know, in a Harvard University study showed that two-thirds of underweight 12-year-old girls considered themselves to be fat. By 13, at least 50% of the girls are significantly unhappy about their appearance. By 14, they focused specific dissatisfactions have been intensified, particularly concerning their hips and uh, their thighs. And by 17, only three out of 10 girls have not been on a diet. Up to 8 out of 10 have, will be unhappy with what they see in the mirror. And that's a Harvard study. So, so, adults, you know, among women over 18 looking at themselves in the mirror, research indicates that 80% are unhappy with what they see. Many will not even uh, be seeing an accurate reflection of themselves. Most of us have heard that anorexics see themselves as larger than they are, but some recent study indicates that this kind of distorted body image is by no means confined to those suffering from eating disorders. In some studies, up to 80% of women overestimated their size, increasing numbers of normal, attractive women with no weight problems, clinical uh, physiological disorders look at themselves in the mirror as ugly or fat. And, you know, let's go from an ethnic cut. You know, uh, uh, there are some exceptions to these rules, but black and Asian women generally have a more positive body image than Caucasian women. Although this depends on the degree in which they have accepted the beauty standards of their culture. And uh, a study of Mexican immigrants in America found that those who had immigrated after 17 were less affected by the prevailing super thin ideal than those who were younger than, than 17 that immigrated to the United States. Also, sexual orientation. Gay men are more likely than straight to be unhappy with their reflection in the mirror, but lesbians are more likely to be more satisfied with their mirror image than straight women. So, uh, you know, recent studies show homosexual men experience greater body dissatisfaction than heterosexual men, while homosexual women have a more positive body image than homosexual, the heterosexual women. So, um, hey, the facts are the facts. And so we got to look at this stuff. And now the deal is about body image. We have to begin to accept how other people see us and how we see ourselves because our body is not everything that people see. They see our spirit. They see our soul. They see who we are. They see our intelligence. And there's so much more to us. And if you only focus on the body, you are living a life of surface. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and we're going to talk about body image and sex life, body armor after abuse, and we're going to also talk about sexuality and how we get better images of body image for children. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com 
Dr. Gary Bell is a licensed marriage and family therapist in Southern California, but he is here to help you no matter where you are. Visit drgbmft.com. You can schedule an appointment with Dr. Bell, and many major health insurance plans are accepted. Call or text Dr. Bell today at 951-818-7856 or visit drgbmft.com. Dr. Bell could help you take back your life in four to eight carefully constructed sessions. Stop coping and start living in the now. Call 951-818-7856 or visit drgbmft.com today. Do you have complete control over your thoughts and your life? It seems like we do, but there are always outside forces that are wreaking havoc with that control. How do we get our thoughts back on track, so to speak? Listen for help. My thoughts are holding me hostage with Dr. Jeffrey Fannin. When you command the power of thought, you can achieve or have whatever you want. Make the laws of the universe work for you. Tune in every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com tuned in to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. If you have a question for Dr. Gary or his guest, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. That's easy enough, but if you want to send an email, it'll take some thinking. Got a pen? The email address is drgbmft at sbcglobal.net. Or you can just click on Email Host on the Voice America page. Now back to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. Welcome back, everybody. Okay, we're talking about body image. And uh, there's some major triggers out there that I want to cover, first of all, that have to be brought to the conscious. One of them is mood. You know, experiments have shown that when people are feeling low or in a bad mood, they experience a greater body dissatisfaction. Um, most of these studies have been on women who suffer body image distortion, estimating their size larger when they feel low. Uh, childhood, if you're teased when you're a child about flaws in your appearance, particularly your size or your weight as a child or a teenager, your body image may have become permanently disturbed for the rest of your life, no matter how well you are in shape. Uh, people suffering from Extreme body uh, image disturbance report a lack of, of holding or hugging as children. That's because they're uncomfortable with their bodies. Also, uh, generally, uh, uh, people in stable long-term relationships, not necessarily marriage, uh, have a more positive bo- body image than single people. And this applies to all ages. Uh, th- you know, dating behaviors showed that teenagers who date in groups have a significantly better body image than those who go out alone with their boyfriend or girlfriend. Um, also, pregnancy. Several studies have indicated that pregnant women have more positive body image than non-pregnant women, although their ideal body shape remains in line with the ultra-thin cultural ideal. There are concerns about failing to match this ideal are reduced during pregnancy because they're pregnant. Uh, You know, eating disorders, anorexics, bulimics, suffer from a greater body dissatisfaction, greater body image disturbance than other women. And these uh, people are more likely to be unhappy with their reflection in the mirror. 
and also uh, lunch. And, you know, in experiments with eating disorders judged by their actual body size to have increased after consuming a bar of chocolate and a soft drink. You know, eating disordered women may see an even larger person in the mirror if they just had a high calorie lunch or snack. And that's not just women. That's men, too. So, uh, you know, shopping. Uh, studies show that women who have just been on trying clothes in, in uh, changing rooms of uh, high, you know, high, uh, high-end street stores will be experiencing a high level of body image dissatisfaction and self-criticism and are more likely to have a negative reaction to their reflection. Also, women on menstrual cycle have problems with their body image. And uh, in sports, particularly, uh, physique is uh, the uh, closest stereotype to the perfect female body or the perfect male body. And anybody, an athlete, an athlete that is out of shape is going to be perpetually uh, concerned about their body because their body is part of their athletics. And, uh, you know, it's amazing how critical uh, we can be on athletes' bodies and if they take care of them or not. It's almost how, like how, how well are you, how good are you as a player is based on your body image. So, um, you know, there's also uh, so, uh, sociocultural standards. Most of us are aware of our society's emphasis on appearance. But uh, we have to also understand what the, the uh, sanctioned, standard, sanctioned standards of beauty are. But not all, not all of us uh, internalize these standards. And so the idea is to understand how, what people think is beautiful, but don't internalize it because then you'll never accept who you are and how you live. You know, your life is a process. It's a long process. Your body will expand and contract in all kinds of different ways throughout the course of your life and it's going to change and evolve and it becomes more challenging believe me as you get older so you have to think in terms of it's a long long process life not today not this is who I am you are not who you are today by your body image you are a a collection of where you've been and where you are and where you're going and you do need to manage it. You do need to exercise. You do need to have good health. And that's part of taking care of yourself. But that doesn't mean you have to have the perfect physique. Okay, so here's sex life with poor body image. It means that you view your body in a negative light. And once again, this, this, uh, this is very much tied to self-esteem. And, and uh, body image is often one of the several issues that interfere with a person's ability to enjoy sex. There are multiple causes uh, for that. Uh, once again, uh, perfectionism or feeling down and frustrated about your flaws, uh, conforming to certain ideals, uh, being overly focused on looks, believing that you must uh, be a certain weight or size to, to have sex, judging parts instead of paying attention of the whole. And when you look in the mirror, often people with low self-esteem will only see body parts they deem unattractive. And so, you know, here's how to improve your body image. First of all, how does this affect your sexual pleasure? If you do not feel good about your body, you're probably not going to want to be seen naked or even particularly undressed in front of the mirror. You're unlikely to initiate sex. You may be out of touch with your, your body's desires and pleasures. And since your body has a source of distress, you may not want certain parts of your body touched because you feel embarrassed about how you look and you may, and you may, it, it may surprise you to learn that, that, that half the people whose body images are bad 
in my practice have actually also been males. It's also why I made uh, I make a point of discussing this topic with many people. And, and you know, it is important for all of us to embrace our body as it is. You know, I, I look at it, at least in a relationship, you have to go, hey, if you're with me, then obviously you like what you see. It ain't my problem. <laughs> My problem is to try to stay healthy. If you're attracted to this, that's your problem. If I'm attracted to you, that's my problem. Stop making it your problem. Let me be attracted to you. Let See, see your body through my eyes because I'm the one that interacts with your body. So it's very important for us to try to see ourselves through people that look at us positively, especially if our partner looks at us positively, that is the view we want to take of ourselves. So, you know, if you want to improve your body image, focus on what you like about your body or your face. Uh, you have a nice smile. You have uh, nice ears, pretty hands, strong calves, broad shoulders. Everyone has something about themselves that they like. Uh, notice that there are all types of bodies and shapes, sizes, and skin tones. What do you see in the media is, is not a representation of the human race. So you have to appreciate the differences you see around you. And that means you need to balance what does my body look like compared to the population around me. You know, go to a theme park, go to, go to a mall, go somewhere where lots of people are and look at their body images and realize that they have to live their life with that body and some people have accepted it and some some not so when you look at somebody who takes care of themselves and may be a different body shape use that as a role model that is a good person to get to know also if we want to improve our body image you know exercise if you move or it can be grateful for what your body is able to do rather than how it appears, you do not have to do extreme sports to exercise. You can just take a walk and appreciate how your legs can take you from one place to another. And you know what? 20 minutes of cardio a day can, can equivocate itself to 60% of a mild antidepressant. 60% of a mild antidepressant with a nice steady walk. That is amazing. I cannot tell you how many people say, hey, I feel better. But if you're going to exercise, you don't negotiate exercise. It becomes a ritual and it's a have to. It's a part of you. And if you don't do it, then you've lost a part of yourself. Mm -hmm. And so it's very important to consider exercise a non-negotiable routine in your life. You know, you know when losing, uh, here's another uh, way to focus on building a positive body image. When using a mirror, look at your body at its entirety. Try not to look at your body as individual parts. Don't use a magnifying mirror when you look at your face. Look in the mirror and observe your whole body. And when you do this, you might like what you see. You might be at peace with your self-image by giving the mirror a rest. Also, you want to heal your body image by taking note of how you talk to yourself about your body and change it if necessary. Instead of, I'm so fat and ugly, I hate myself, tell yourself, I have beautiful eyes and I'm, I'm a good friend. And, and the package may not be perfect, but it's good enough for today and it does deserve to be loved. And, and so it's a good idea to take stock of how you feel about your body, which is a big part of your sexuality. And, you know, if you feel good about yourself sexually, you become sexier. Wow pretty amazing. Now, here's a deal. Some women are, are, aren't overweight because they have an appetite 
for big portions. It's not because they load the treadmill or because they have a thyroid problem or because they're too lazy or too busy to plan out a sensible meal or fit in a workout. Instead, they wear their excess weight as a shield. And this is not just women, it's men too. And so, you know, most of, most of us, any of us who have been abused are going to struggle with body image because people make their body that are abused, make their body look uglier so that people will not go after them. They're afraid of being violated again. And so the world finds itself with another class of people with weight problems that is a result of the trauma that they experienced being either raped or molested. And so that, that body, by not having a positive body, not having an attractive body, at least in their mind, that body becomes a shield against other people and sex is something that they struggle with their entire life. Um, for you know, for in, individuals who experience these traumatic events, usually some kind of abuse, their weight helps them create a barrier from the outside. Uh, it minimizes their looks, their sexuality, and, uh, you know, it, 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 they may, pay, uh, people, the hope is that people will pay less attention to you and your body. And, and some people use their weight as protection against future abuse. So, you know, uh, for instance, we perceive obesity to be unattractive. But if we believe we, uh, or, or we're told that we were abused because we were attractive, we may overeat to misguide other people. Yet, um, you know, and defend ourselves. So our weight may be our defense. And, and uh, what is the common sex, uh, connection between sexual abuse and developing an eating disorder? Well, the answer is a little thing called guilt, shame, um, self-punishment, soothing, comfort, protection, and rage. Very strong emotions. Hunger, fatigue, sex, uh, sexuality become difficult to, to identify. People who have been sexually abused may turn to food to relieve a wide range of states of tension that have nothing to do with hunger. It is their confusion and their uncertainty about their inner perceptions that leads them to focus on food. Many survivors of sexual abuse often work to become very fat or very thin in an attempt to render themselves unattractive. In this way, they try to desexualize themselves. Other, other survivors obsessively diet, starve, purge to make their bodies perfect. And a perfect body is their attempt to feel more powerful, um, uh, invulnerable, and in control so as to not re-experience the prowess, uh, uh, the powerlessness they felt as a child. And indeed, you know, some large uh, men and women who are survivors of sexual abuse are afraid to lose weight because it will render them feeling smaller and childlike. And this in turn may bring back painful memories that are difficult to cope with. Um, you know, emotional eating for some weight is a, a consequence of emotional eating. You know, emotions may become high risk. They've been so much already that they'd rather avoid any more hurt and so they go rather push down the depression, the anxiety, the anger, the confusion or pain by eating and that numbs their feelings or soothes their discomfort and perhaps it started as a once in a while comforting treat and then it blossoms into a full-fledged habit. Uh, heading for the fridge or the pantry becomes an automatic reaction to being upset and anxious. And that, my friends, is a mental disorder. And that is what therapy can help you with. 
So, you know, also uh, how to heal. You know, the first thing is if you use uh, emotional eating as a way to soothe yourself, see a therapist, you know, find somebody in your area. Uh, also seek out resources of support. You know, uh, I think there's a, a foundation that offers a really, a, a really good list of resources. It's called the uh, Joshua Children's Foundation. Also, you want to you want to curb your emotional eating while working and on the on the underlying cause of your weight, such as exploring why it's uh, protective and healing uh, any trauma. It is a, a key to emotional health to reducing unhealthy behaviors that can contribute to your other overall problems. You know, the deal is you have to rethink food, rethink it. Is it do I have to eat for pleasure or do I have to eat for survival? And if you eat for survival, you come to find that it's not a big deal, that eating is not this gigantic event. It no longer is an event. It's just eating to get on with your day and eating to get energy, just like we're supposed to do as, as humans. And so, you know, you've got to rethink food if you're going to take on your body. Also, uh, you know, learn to express your emotions in a healthy way. And, and that is very simple. Speak to your emotions. You know, I'm sad. I'm happy. I, I'm having a good time. I'm frustrated. Whatever. Whatever the emotion is, start talking to your emotions, stating them. You don't have to demonstrate emotions, you know. And, uh, you know, also try to find different soothing strategies. Uh, you know, like reading poetry, uh, talking to a friend, uh, you know, just consider jotting down your thoughts. Uh, keep your list handy as to what makes you calmer. Uh, you know, you want to self-soothe in very constructive ways rather than destructive ways. Okay, so uh, we're going to talk about uh, kids' body image. I'm going to get a, a started into this and then we're going to take a break. Um, you, if you want to have, uh, you know, you have to realize the impact on childhood on our body image. It is enormous. Uh, you know, especially how our mother sees us if we're a boy and how our mother sees us as a girl. These are very, very important. And a father, how they see their daughter and how a father sees their son. We generally want to have very positive thoughts about our children, either what they are or what they could be. We don't want to force them to start looking at their bodies when their bodies are not even developed. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to go deeper into kids. We're going to talk about facts about how uh, we can help our kids and also facts about how obesity affects our kids. Uh, so we're going to go into that and uh, then we're going to go into men and women body images. Going to take a quick break. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Do you like what you're hearing on the show today? Dr. Gary Bell wants to help you no matter where you are. He's fast, efficient, effective, and has a no-bull approach to helping you in less than 10 sessions. If you're ready to change right now, drop everything and call or text Dr. Bell at 951-818-7856 or visit drgbmft.com today. 
You can also follow Dr. Bell on Twitter at DRGBMFT for some great insight and direction. Are you ready? Make that change. Pick up the phone or go to the site, 951-818-7856 or drgbmft.com. Remember, drgbmft.com. Life is a journey which never gets easier. As we go through life, we just handle things better as we get to know ourselves. Listen for the Mental Sherpa by Theta Spring. Host Alexandra Janelli believes that each of us are pre-programmed with all the answers and tools we need to move through any situation life throws at us. It's discovering those tools and answers that will set us on the right path to enjoying and navigating life. Listen every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are tuned in to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. If you have a question for Dr. Gary or his guest, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. That's easy enough, but... If you want to send an email, it'll take some thinking. Got a pen? The email address is drgbmft at sbcglobal.net. Or you can just click on Email Host on the Voice America page. Now back to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. Welcome back. We're diving into body image with children. And, you know, it's so important uh, as a parent to model a positive body image and expose your child to all kinds of body images of different children to look around at kids in school and what they look like at their age because all of them come in different shapes and sizes. And so um, it's very important for a parent to be very positive about their child's body size. And uh, because, you know, uh, some of us are born with genetic shapes that you just cannot avoid. And the fact is, is that, you know, we do not want to develop a beginning of life internal struggle of our children. So, you know, model a positive body image by complimenting your children how they look in their clothes, how, how they are inside and out as people, you know, those kind of compliments are so important, but also exposing them to the idea that kids come in all different shapes and sizes and that there's nothing to be ashamed of. And uh, also, you know, it's very good to discuss sometimes foods and always foods. Nutritional foods are always foods and potato chips and and starches and things that cause kids to, to sugars, things that cause kids to gain lots of weight. And by the way, you know, diabetes for children is, is at epic proportions right now. Um, you know, you want to have sometimes foods and you want to have always foods. Nutritious is always. Bad stuff is sometimes. Also, um, self-attuning eating is a process of, of learning to pay attention to and trust feelings of hunger and fullness. Being aware of when you're full before you're full is very important. A lot of people eat and then they, they judge whether they're full. Throughout the eating process, it's very important for us to actually gauge whether we're full or not. And I will tell you that if we slow down, because a lot of people eat like a lawnmower, if, if you slow down and actually allow yourself to slowly consume food, uh, you will find that you get full a lot earlier than you used to. 
You also uh, want to involve children in uh, the lunch making process because then they understand how food comes together and what is healthy and what is not healthy. It invites a very strong discussion between the parent and the child regarding nutrition. So those are some tips about how to improve a child's intake. Now, here's some facts. More than 90% of girls, 15 to 17s, want to change at least one aspect of their appearance. Uh, 80% of children who are 10 years old are afraid of being fat. 9 million teens in America below 15 years are obese, three times more than 1980. Obese boys and girls have significant lower self-esteem than their non-obese peers. And up to 12% of teen boys are using unproven supplements or steroids. Nearly a quarter of girls age 15 to 17 would consider undergoing plastic surgery. 15 to 17, guys. 13% of girls age 15 to 17 acknowledge having an eating disorder. Uh, 7 in 10 girls believe they're not good enough or do not measure up, including their looks, performance in school, relationships. 80% of 10-year-old girls have dieted. 90% of high school junior and senior women diet regularly. And the top wish among all girls is for their parents to communicate better with them, which includes more frequent and more open conversations, as well as discussions about what's happening in their lives. So, you know, kids are starting to develop concerns about their body images, and we have got to help them with that. Um, You know, it's... Internationally, it's really not certain what a body should look like. But I will tell you, if you look on the Internet, internationally, people come in all different shapes and sizes. Now, if you're an American, I will tell you, if you travel abroad, as I have many times, we come to. it's really easy to recognize Americans because we're usually the fat ones. And uh, it's a shame. It's sad. But we have a horrible body image uh, internationally from the outside looking into us. And, uh, you know, we want to take control of that. And that is, once again, control our intake and exercise. We need to integrate both of those into our life. You know, I'm not talking about the fat is bad. Fat is not bad. Fat is actually a good thing, especially if you live in, in a cold climate. But the deal is you want to be healthy, healthy. Healthy is the goal. I have a healthy body. That is the image and that is the goal that we want to guide our children towards. So instead of focusing on how they look, see how they look as a healthy person. And that is the measurement that we all want to focus on to develop a positive self-image. You know, can you go up the steps? Is it hard for you to bend down? These are not good things. If, If you've limited your life... Uh, In that way, uh, you're going to struggle. So, you know, healthy is the goal for a body image. So, assumptions about men and their body. Men, uh, here's some assumptions. Men don't struggle with their looks. The standard of uh, attraction for men is uh, pretty low. Uh, uh, The media doesn't really target men. Men's uh, sexual identity has no effect on the way they view their bodies. Well, I'm sorry. They... Uh, men have just as many problems with how their body looks as women. It's just different. Men tend to focus on parts. Women tend to focus on hips and thighs uh, and boobs uh, and face. Uh, men will focus on targeted areas. It's just different how they look at things. Um, 
you know, men would say uh, if they really needed help, men would speak up. Then that's what we assume that men would do if they had a poor body image. Well, not all men speak up. Some of them are deeply ashamed, but they hide sexually. Uh, they, they project on their wife, I'm tired, I'm busy, blah, blah, blah. Women do the same thing to men. And that is simply to, because they don't feel good about yourself. So um, here's some things uh, that we want to look at for men to improve body image. You're not alone. And, you know, uh, anxiety is, is normal. And uh, it doesn't ri- arrive suddenly and all at once. Uh, your self-esteem and your body are a process. And uh, you want to embrace that process and improve it as you go through life. And so your body will naturally adjust to your thinking. If, if you're going to think healthy, then your body becomes healthy. If you're going to allow yourself to drink and, and abuse alcohol and, and, and uh, abuse food, then your body is going to get worse. But it's, it's a work in progress, guys. You always have control over how you look based on your intake and your exercise. Uh, body image issues aren't just about your physique also weight is a major source of anxiety for men and it isn't just about feeling overweight many men feel anxiety about being underweight uh, we want to be bigger more muscular but but there are other common body images that men deal with which is baldness height you know it's very common to feel insecure about the amount of body hair you have and the lack of it and of course whether you're penis is big enough you know uh, these things men struggle with and they need to communicate about these struggles because they have to make peace and accept how they are if you're bald if you're overweight begin to change it by accepting it if you're gonna if you're gonna be bald be bald it's the way it is that's your natural genetics then be bald it's nothing wrong with it embrace it try to make it sexy for yourself you know, accept the world as it is, accept your body as it is, and if you choose to change it, that's great. If you don't, then don't worry about it. You, you know, it's also about how you feel. You've you got to understand, people that have body image problems uh, have uh, usually uh, mental issues about themselves. They're either depressed, they're anxious. They have all kinds of uh, issues. And the other thing is with men, you don't have to look like my, uh, Magic Mike. You know, people can be attracted to your personality. And you got to understand that, men, that your personality, especially if you don't have the, 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 the model looks, you want to make your personality better so you can be more attractive and like yourself. Um, you know, have, everyone have, has different tastes. Women, there's some women that are very attracted to bigger men. There's some women that are very attracted to skinnier men. And most people are attracted to the mediocres. You know, be kind to yourself. You know, dwell, uh, don't beat yourself up. Dwell on the good parts of yourself and, and, and compliment yourself. If you're going to be negative about yourself and project that image on other people, you're going to make your life miserable. Now, if you're a woman, uh, you know, you got to understand your body image has lots of issues because a majority of women are displeased with their bodies. So many women and girls experience extreme body image difficulties that can be part of uh, more complicated problems. 
they they usually move into what's called a body dysphoric disorder where they have imagined ugliness and and what people with this disorder see in the mirror is grossly distorted uh, view of what they actually look like often these people spend hours examining and attempting to conceal or obsessing over perceived flaws some people actually spend thousands of dollars on plastic surgery in an attempt to improve their bodies. So anorexia nervosa, this disorder is characterized by extreme fear of weight and these individuals actually perceive their bodies as larger or fat even though they were grossly underweight. Bulimia nervosa, these people uh, with this disorder are very dissatisfied with their bodies and have extreme concern with uh, body weight and shape. And uh, many times they uh, vomit after they eat uh, so their body doesn't process fats. Also, uh, depression. In many instances, individuals with depression often have a distorted view of themselves, believe they are less attractive than they really are. So, now, here's how we fight it. Uh, Work on accepting people of all sizes and all shapes in your life. Uh, Surround yourself with people of all shapes and sizes. This will help you appreciate your own body. It may be useful to create a list of people you admire that do not have perfect bodies. Uh, Does their appearance affect how you feel about them? Is it important to remember that uh, society standards have changed significantly over the past 50 years? The women that were uh, considered to be ideal beauties in the 50s and the 40s, like Marilyn Monroe, size 14, Mae West, were full-bodied and truly beautiful women, but they would be considered overweight in today's standards. (laughs) Marilyn Monroe, guys. Marilyn Monroe. Fight diet downfall. Ninety percent of all women have dieted at some point in their life and at one point in time uh, uh, 50% were dieting so you know monitor if you're gonna be all freaked out about it monitor your hunger and fullness slow down your eating process and eat small meals through the day small meals small meals that's all you need to do you don't have to eat big feasts at dinner time, you can eat small meals and move through the entire day. Use food as a place for energy. Also, uh, if you want to improve your body image, accept your genetics. It's critical to remember that many aspects of your body can't be changed. Genetics play a role in your body. At least 25% to 70% of your body is determined by your genes. While many aspects of your body cannot change, we can change and modify our beliefs, our attitudes, which influence the way we feel about ourselves. So change starts with you, and it's internal, and it's self-respect and positive attitude. It's important to focus on health and not size. It's also important to discover emotions and feelings that underlie your negative body image. You know, I feel fat is never about fat, even when you're, uh, even if you are overweight. Each time a person, especially a woman, looks at herself in the mirror and says, gross, I'm fat and disgusting, she's really saying that something is wrong with me or with what I'm feeling. And when you do not know how to deal with your feelings, we turn our bodies and blame our bodies for our feelings. It's a tangible way and we can, where we can express how we feel about our bodies. Also, uh, you want to question media images and not internalize them and realize they're there to sell you and attract you. And you also want to make a friend of your body 
and understand the misperceptions that you have of your body. So that is the ways you improve your body image. All right, that's our show. The next show is the aftermath of molestation and or rape. And I want to thank every one of you for listening. I'd love to hear from you. Get your feedback. DRGBMFT at SBCGlobal.net or Twitter at DRGBMFT. Remember, saying someone is ugly doesn't make you prettier. Also, if someone is ugly and following you, they call them a stalker. If they're attractive, they call them a secret admirer. Okay, that's our show. Once again, next week is the aftermath of molestation and or rape. Thanks for listening, everybody. That's our show for this week. Please join Dr. Gary Bell for another edition of Absurd Psychology next Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Now, go impress your friends and family with what you've learned today and have them tune in next week so they can be almost as smart as you. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.